Hello, I'm Mrs Usher and I'm going to read Chapter 4, The Show. The main feature of the festival show this year is a puppet show, but not like one I've ever seen before. I helped build the scaffolding behind the stage and glimpsed some of the marionettes. They're bigger than real people, bigger even than me, and it takes three or four puppeteers to control each one. Sasha moves closer to the stage, but I stand at the back. Being so tall, I can easily see over everyone's heads. The drums stop and a hush be begins to fall over the square. I hold my breath as I wait for the show to begin. On the stage is a forest made from real trees, dusted with real snow, and real snowflakes dance down from high in the scaffolding. My heart leaps as Kalyuka flutes swing into song and three marionettes appear. Two wooden children dancing jerkily between the trees and their father walking solemnly behind them. Drums roll again, deeper and more sinister than before, and the father abandons his children in the darkest part of the forest. My face tightens into a frown as I wonder if my birth parents abandoned me in the same way, but I can't stop watching. The biggest marionette of them all jumps out from behind the trees, accompanied by the screech of violins. The flock of tiny children sat cross-legged in front of the stage jumped too, because it's a house with chicken legs, and a yaga, a terrifying witch who gobbles up lost children with her iron teeth, is leaning out of its window, cackling. Yanka, the lady beside me, whispers, it's Inga, who always buys Mamoshka's chamomile tonic for her nerves. She points to where Mamoshka is waving, beckoning me over to her stall. I glance back at the stage. I know this story already, but I want to watch the puppet children trick the Yaga, and I especially want to see the children's father find them at the end and apologise for leaving them in the forest. But Mamoshka is flapping her hands frantically. I sigh and wander over to her stall, which is cluttered with remedies. Wood smoke from the nearby barbecue swirls around me, mingling with the scents of melted cheese and butter from sizzling stacks of pancakes. It's nearly time, Mamoshka smiles as I draw close. Are you ready? She brushes the snow from my skirt. A kaleidoscope of butterflies hurtles through me, but then Mamoshka reaches up to tuck my hair behind my ears, and her familiar fussing calms me. My hair is thick and brown, with flecks of yellow and black. I like the colours, but I don't often get to see them because my hair doesn't grow past my chin, though I hardly ever trim it. You look beautiful. Mamoshka lifts one of her necklaces of strung sushki, the hard, sweet little bread rings she gives customers to dunk in hot tea, and I duck so she can loop it over my head. It falls next to my arrowhead necklace, which is bounced free of my jumper. Enjoy this moment, Mamushka cups my face in her hands and kisses my cheeks. I kiss her back, wishing I was still small enough to be enveloped in one of her hugs. There was a time when I fitted perfectly into her arms. The crowd around the stage applaud the end of the puppet show and music swells faster and louder. People surge towards us and babble of babushkas, the grandmothers who organise the festival, jostle me across the square while singing loudly about the end of winter and the coming spring. My heart races. Everything seems too loud, and everyone seems to be moving too fast. Winter looms above me, straw sticking out from beneath her blue dress. She has round pink cheeks and a wide smile drawn on her sackcloth face. Lift her up, the babushkas sing. Burn winter to bring on the spring. I wipe my sweating palms on my skirt, place my hands either side of the birch pole and lift it into the air. 
It's heavier than I expected, and I take a step back to balance myself. The crowd cheers and blood rushes into my cheeks. I'm right in the centre of the square, hundreds of faces staring up at me. Yanka! A chorus of voices sing in tune with the music. Yanka the bear! My stomach tightens and my legs give way. The pole wobbles. Sasha, one of the babushkas, shouts. Come and help Yanka. Yanka doesn't need help. She's as strong as a bear. Two girls giggle behind me and my jaw clenches because it's Lilia and Oksana. Their voices are soft as sable, but their words are hornets, full of venom. The crowd cheers again and the music swells louder. Drums pound and feet stamp, jouncing my heartbeat. Kaluka flutes scream into my ears and accordions play faster and louder. The crowd bounces like a stormy ocean. Everyone is clapping and yelling. My ears ring and my vision blurs. Then a flash of pink crosses the white sky and the bullfinch sings. Yanka, you don't belong here. You belong in the forest. Lilia and Oksana laugh and I'm sure they're thinking the same thing. Yanka the bear, the crowd roars, roars strong as a bear. All of a sudden, I want to run to where the trees are tall and I am small and there are no crowds of people, no drums, no bouncing babushkas and no giant straw doll needing to be burned. Hey, Yanka, Sasha puts his hand on my arm and his calm grey eyes swing into focus. We'll do it together. He moves opposite me and grips the pole, his hands below mine. My heart stops racing and the urge to run fades away, but my face burns. I should have been strong enough to do this on my own. Sasha helps me carry the pole through the noise and the chaos, and then we lift it high and slide it into the bonfire stack. I try to back away, but the crowd won't give. Smoke rises from the bonfire and flames lick up winter skirts. Just as the straw doll erupts into a towering blaze, a deafening crack echoes through the air. It takes a moment for me to realise it's the great frozen river. The ice is splitting and the water is starting to flow. With perfect timing, the big melt has begun. There's a roar of excitement. Then people link together in great circles and spin this way and that, dancing in celebration, dipping and bobbing gracefully under raised arms. Trapped among them all, I try to follow their steps. But when I duck under arms, I bump them. And when I jump and spin, I pull the elegant dancing lines out of formation. Sasha is swept away from me and my chest tightens as I lose sight of him. I turn around, looking for him or Mamoshka or even Polina's friendly face. But all I see are two wide, unfamiliar smiles. I fight another urge to run away. People laugh and sing as Winter's cheeks blacken above me and her arms shed sparks into the wind. The flames dance into the shape of a dragon and I think of Anatoly's story from last night. If it was true, and my birth mother was a great warrior who fought a fire dragon, what would she think of me not being able to carry a straw doll on my own? I touch my arrowhead necklace, and it shivers, like the forest whispering secrets, until Sasha grabs my arm. Come on! He pulls me towards the ice fort. The siege is starting. Snowballs rain down from the glistening turrets, and I lift my arms over my head to protect my face. A mass of bodies flows towards the fort and shouts rise from every direction. Storm the walls! Lift me up! Yanka, help me! I duck down and link my hands together so some of the younger, smaller children can use them as a step to climb onto the walls. Yanka, Sasha calls. He's reached one of the turrets already. Climb up! I dig my foot into a gap between two ice blocks and start to scale the sheer icy walls. People clamber around me, quicker and lighter on their feet. 
but I'm strong. I can do this. I push my gloved fingers into cracks and heave my body up and up until I'm high on the wall near the battlements. Sasha and some of the other children reach down to help me. Grab on, they shout, but I shake my head. What if they can't pull me up? What if they drop me or I accidentally pull them over the edge? I look around for another handhold, but snowballs rain down, splattering my face. The block I'm holding lurches and my blood runs cold as I think I might fall. I grip on tighter, but the block keeps shifting and sliding. Grab my hand, Sasha shouts. Let me help you. But I shake my head again. I'm too big. I reach for the edge of another ice block, curl my fingers around it and pull as hard as I can. But my body doesn't rise. My feet scramble against the wall, but they only weigh me down and they ache and burn inside my boots. Then the wall buckles and my heart stops. I'm too heavy. The wall's collapsing. Grab my hand. Now! Sasha leans further until his fingers are almost touching mine. I look down. Children scream as they scatter from the tilting section of wall. I look back up at the long line of arms reaching for me from the safety of the turret. Sasha in the middle of them. Come on, Yanka, he yells, and finally I reach for him, but it's too late. My fingers slip through his as the wall drops away and I fall through the air. I see the bullfinch flying through a wolf-grey sky, and I hear him call my name. Then I see my boots as my head drops back, and I wonder why the soft leather is splitting along the seams. And finally, I land hard on my back and am swallowed into a thick, dark silence. I wake hot, cloudy-headed and too heavy to move. Curtains ripple in the faint breeze drifting through the open window. I'm in my room, back in my and Mamoshka's house, bathed in morning light. I wonder how I got here and how long I've been asleep. It feels as if a thousand years have passed since I was last awake. The scuffle of mousetrap hunting vibrates through the floorboards and the sounds and scents of Mamoshka cooking breakfast rise from the kitchen below. I lie in bed, enveloped by the familiar feel of our house, and slowly the events of the festival come back to me, sledging with Sasha, struggling to carry winter on my own, the bonfire blazing and the frozen river cracking, climbing the walls of the ice fort, falling. A groan rumbles in the back of my throat. I'm embarrassed for falling and upset that I've missed the rest of the festival. I didn't realise how much I'd been looking forward to running through the fire maze to Mamoshka and later walking back with her and Sasha through a glowing sunrise. I sit up and slide my legs out of bed. Several of Mamoshka's herb compressors fall to the floor and a minty smell fills the air. My legs feel huge and so, so heavy. I'm still wearing the skirt Mamoshka embroidered and large furry boots. I frown at them in confusion. These aren't my boots. They're made from thick brown fur and have what look like long, dark claws on the toes. The boots touch the floor and I lift them straight up again with a start. I felt the floor. The cold of the floor hit me as if these boots were my own skin. I peer at them closer. I wiggle my toes and the claws on the ends of the boots wiggle. Hands trembling, I pull my skirt upwards. The boots go on and on, past my ankles, past my knees. Blood drains from my face and my heart thunders in my chest. These aren't boots or trousers. These are my legs!